Welcome to the Rest, Eat, Move podcast by On Target Living. Welcome to the Tom Matt Show. Get ready to ignite your day with our host, Tom Matt. Get ready, everybody. Welcome to the radio program. Thank you so much for joining the Tom Matt Show. It's going to be a good one because my boy is back here recently. I don't have the exact date, but for his 13th visit in the history of Tom Matt Show slash Boomers Rock, Chris, the kingpin Johnson, will be with us in just a minute. All right, Chris Johnson. I don't even have his bio. I mean, his folder's here. I don't even care. I mean, all I want to say, because it's going to eat up time and talk about all the stuff he's done. The guy's the founder of Odd Target Living. He's my bro. We've done a lot together. Uh, his his family's awesome. He's just an incredible mid-Michigan phenomenon. World-class speaker all over the world for giant corporations. And he's back. We're going to call this one It's a Wonderful Life because in... in uh, Celebration of your birthday a few weeks ago there, CJ. You know, when you called me and we got this whole thing rolling, let's talk about it. Welcome back, man. Hey, how are you, buddy? Always nice to see you. Good to see you as well. You know, it was uh, called you. You know, did you know that your birthday falls on my mother's, uh, God rest her soul, her birthday? I did not know that. I did not. I didn't realize it either until this past birth, this past birthday for you, November 21st. 22nd. 22nd, excuse me. I always got my mom's birthday wrong. Yeah, 22nd. Yeah, so, and then uh, John F. K., that's when he was assassinated. So I remember I was six when he got assassinated. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's not an event that I w- want to talk much about, but yeah, that's my birthday, November 22nd. Yeah, well, we had a nice conversation on uh, the day after, and we started just bouncing things around like we always do. I was so fun. I told Chris when he got here that I was so fired up after that call, and it's been a few weeks now, still fired up. That's how it works when you get with people who just give you the juice, as Chris has told me. You know, when you get the juice, find the people can, who can have juice and go get some from them. That's the secret. I learned that from Chris Johnson himself. Okay, so we're calling this one "It's a Wonderful Life," Chris. But before that, uh, you know, it's it's uh, this is your life segment about your fam, the biz, everything that's going on. To get everybody caught up on uh, what's been happening with uh, CJ and the family. Well, the newest thing that's happened to us is my daughter Kristen had a baby boy um, about three weeks ago, and so that or actually four weeks ago. So, and Paul and I now have five grandkids. And as is the oldest at five, so they're all young. But, What's uh, the newest uh, baby? What's that name? His name is Brooks. Brooks. Brooks Boone Brogan. And so, cool name. Yep. And then her other son's name is Brady Blaine. My middle name is Blaine Brogan. So it's the triple B, both That's of them. Cri- these are Kristen's children. These are Kristen's children. All right, I'm yep. And then so Matt's Brady, got three. Brady Blaine. Blaine. Yep, that's my middle name. I'm writing this down, Kristen. So if you're listening to this episode, <laughs> this is family hour, all right? Everybody out there is going, and then, what? And then Kristen has Brooks Boone Brogan. So. Brooks Boone Brogan. Mm. Got it. I wrote it down. I got it down here. And then Matt's got Ez, Hadley, and Karis. Okay, well, well I'll record those. Dur- I'll write yeah. those down during break. So, so hey, no offense, Matt, but you know, new baby takes precedence around <laughs> here. So we love babies. We love grandkids. Grandkids are what, I mean, yeah, we're calling this one. Awesome. It's a wonderful life, Chris. I mean, God, we might as well just start right there. How's Paula doing before we Paula's forget doing to talk great. about her? Um, we got the th- five grandkids. Uh, business is doing, it's different right now. We're moving, we're doing some live events coming up and then uh, we're doing, still doing quite a few, few virtual. So that's been a good thing. And then my new book comes out December 13th. Which this will air after that. So it'll be available because this show should air about 
January, mid-January, I think, is where we're at with the schedule. I don't know. Schedule Master's not here. And then, so uh, what's the, the title? It's called Rest, Eat, Move. You have the power to feel your best. And then the audio, like will, it. Then the audio will be out in January. Love it. So I have an audio book that I'm recording Are right you now. recording it? I am. Oh, how's that going? It's challenging. It is, isn't it? It's 385 pages, so yeah. I'm on chapter 20 now, but yeah, it's challenging. And then, you know, you just have to listen to it, make sure you edit it correctly. Yep. But yep. yeah, you try to bring some energy to it, but it's a little bit harder when you're reading it versus doing a it's, live presentation. It's way harder than you ever yeah. imagined. I, I recorded one of my small books that, uh, the second one, I believe, just to know what it was like to do it. Sure. You know, that's the whole thing about experience with writing books, like, as you've taught me over the years. Yeah. So Chris, you and I have known each other for uh, like about 11, 12 years now and, um, you know, done a ton together and all these cool things. But, you know, this um, talking to you about It's a Wonderful Life and the grandkids just got us going on. And just like, let's just riff on It's a Wonderful Life and why. And then I did this other, I found this, um, I'm grateful for a list that I did on David's show last week, David DeMarco. And so I'm going to, I'm going to throw these to Chris and get him to spin on this, but you know, life is, is a wonderful life, but refreshing your memory on that conversation that day after your birthday, we were talking about different people who, you know, seek your coaching and your, and your, you know, zest for life. And what do we do? And you had a pretty straightforward, I mean, this stuff ain't rocket science, but for some reason people just, have a tough time with it. Go ahead, man. Let's get it, let's get it started. Well, I think, you know, in fact, we just watched uh, It's a Wonderful Life. And I think the biggest thing sometimes people have to look at is, you know, when, when George Bailey basically loses everything, he just wants to live again. And then at the very, you know, at the very end of the movie, he realizes that, that he did have, he has a, had a wonderful life. And really when you get back to what we've been talking about, you and I've been talking about this is you want to work with people that you want to be around and, and really, so if it's a business standpoint, I think the thing for me, I'm 64 years old. I want to work with companies and people that want to be better and, and have that growth mentality. And instead of chasing them, we've all done this, right? Right. And so I'm, not, I'm not interested in chasing anymore. So yeah. if, you're, if you're interested, we have a fantastic resource. Um, we feel like we can help a lot of people. And, um, and I think that's as we, we played pickleball the other day with four guys that I've known for you know, almost 50 years. And so that to me, I'm want to do more of that kind of stuff where, yeah. you know, and, and I think that's when you really look back and I think as you and I get older and we've, you and I talked about this, the things were more on our radar screen before we're, you know, growing our careers and things like that. Yeah. It's not as important anymore. No, And you start realizing what's really important. You know, space is important. The people you spend time with is important. And I think that's what kind of led us in the conversation. Like, as we age, we just look at things differently. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whole different perspective. Chris Johnson is the voice you're hearing, the founder, CEO of On Target Living. And I can say for a fact, everybody, full disclosure, I mean, Chris has helped Sandy and I. We have our routine. We we were early, 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 10, 12 years ago with the with the with Chris's famous food target. And, um, you know, it was that's we had that thing on the fridge for years till we pretty much had it memorized and we you know every day is wheatgrass every day is oils every all of these things chris just gave me another new one he's going to let me try on uh, uh magnesium oil for for another thing i have because you know what things do change as we grow older chris we got a minute to go before we go to break here where do you want to drive this bad boy because i got a couple of thoughts but um, and I've got a list here that I'll ask you about for gratefulness. I'll have some laughs with that, but where do you want to drive it here? I think the big thing is, is, is really think about 
people as they are growing, you know, having that growth mentality. That's what you're all about. You yep. love, you love, you're curious. Yep. You like to grow. I think I like to talk more about that. What does okay. that entail? And then the other thing is you look at is why do we, why have we changed some of our thoughts about like what's important to us now that was maybe not so important before? Stillness is a big thing I talk to more and more people about. All right, hold that thought. I'm going to come back here. I'm going to drop it off right there at stillness. And I wrote that down, everybody, because I've got Chris here. I got to go to break. It's the first, you know, first segment of the show. Thank you for listening. We call on this one. It's a wonderful life with Chris Johnson, 13th visit, founder of CE, founder and CEO of On Target Living. And as I started to say, full disclosure, they were the ones who got us moving in the right direction way back in the day. And God bless them. We're still doing the same thing. Right down there, you'll see the sponsors and you'll when we and some of our friends and just click on those links and away you go. But the top two are our two sponsors for our segment sponsors. And it's very important for you to remember to go ahead and talk to these people because do your own due diligence. You go talk to these people yourself, you'll find out I'm not I'm not laying it down to you here. I'm giving it straight story because I don't play that game anymore. Okay, Craig's eight hundred number, one eight hundred five two eight. 1355. His offices are located at 2400 Lake Lansing Road. Suite B is in Bism, Lansing, Michigan, 48912. Some of the stations in and out of our network all over the state WGHN 92.1 in Grand Haven, WGIM 1240 AM in Lansing. We got WKLQ 1490 AM in Muskegon, Whitehall, WYPV 94.5 in Mackinac City, and our PBS affiliate. AM 870 News Radio at WKAR, Michigan State University. And there are other stations. And if I didn't mention your call letters while I'm doing this little read here, send me a note, go to the website. However you want to do it, we will be happy to include you because we know that we're heard in the Upper Peninsula and syndicated radio on the Michigan Talk Network, which we love, Steve and Ivy, for the Michigan Talk Network. That's the way it works in radio, okay? That's just the way it is. I'm okay with it. I've I've come a long way. Like Chris and I are talking about with all of this stuff. So, and remember we have four books on uh, Amazon, Generation Us being the latest one. And I've done quite a bit of Generation Us stuff lately and because it's important for us at this stage of our lives, like Chris and I are talking about, to share and mentor and give back and guide. All right. So Chris Johnson's here, founder of On Target Living. Chris, before we get more into the It's a Wonderful Life, why don't we talk about the new book? Because by the time the show airs, it'll be new, and we'll get that one out of the way. You called it Rest, Eat, Move. I didn't get the last part of the title, but um, why don't we take this segment and talk about that a little bit, just so we can promote that and get people, because it'll be after the first, everybody's kind of floundering around, and they may have already given up on their New Year's resolution by the time they get, you know, hear this thing. Maybe this could be the kickstart for them to go out there and get it together. Yeah, so I took a couple years, and this is a it's a it's a pretty large book. It's 385 pages, but it's really foundational. It's a guy. It's like a guidebook. So it has photos Sweet. in there. That has I ask the reader. It's an audio too. So I ask I ask them to participate. So I ask questions. The beginning. There's seven sections. The beginning is about your health begins in your mind. So it's all about behavior change, Sweet. motivation. You know, my favorite. The hard part. Yeah. And then there's the mental a, part is the hard part. It is. The, so health begins in the mind. And then I move right into some basic things they need to know. I talk about the healthcare systems and on and on. But then they go into rest. 
I talk about the art of the, uh, lost art of breathing, talk about sleeping and then space and stillness. And then we move into the eating piece and it gets into everything you've talked about, the microbiome and gut health and, you know, carbs, proteins, fats, superfoods, fasting. And then we move into the, the move. I have restorative movements. I have all sorts of things about heart rate variability, it goes into the weeds about certain things. And then we go into section six, which is on blood work and testosterone and homocysteine. And then we finish with uh, the happiness is in the pursuit. And it's all about will willpower and motivation and all that kind of stuff that most people don't like to talk much about, but really getting the emotional side of it. So uh, there's seven sections. That book sounds f- fantastic. I am so it's excited perfect. about it. Yeah. So it took it's, me it's two years. It's a combination. Yeah. This has been a life. This is your probably, sounds like your premier creation. Oh, oh by far. Uh, we self-published it. It's four colors. Oh, fantastic. It's very, lots of graphs. So we wanted to have really nice, a nice book, you know, the color, the paper, everything about it. And it took me two years to write. I started writing it before the pandemic, and um, I just finished it in uh, in the fall. So I'm really excited about that. And then the audio, as we mentioned, we're I'm recording that right now. So happy for you because Chris Johnson is the one who's encouraged me. Chris Johnson's the reason in the in the forward of my the Generation Us book, the our fourth book. Chris is you will read in that book that Chris was a huge um, encourage encouraging voice to me to write that book because I was just doing like a speaking engagement around generation us thinking that was going to be the new groove, which I still think I still believe in it. But he said, you got to do that book. And I'm like, Oh man, (laughs) (laughs) that's why he's laughing because there's, there's, there's so much work. Well, that's what people always ask. How does it, how do you you write a book? I go, well, you just got to sit down and work at it. Yeah. And so you have a lot to share. And that's kind of what were the conversations today is, at the end of the day, why not write a book? I mean, why not share your thoughts? You got a lot of amazing things to share with people. And um, so that's why I kind of like, hey, it, you. I want you to speak, but at the same time, people are going to want to walk away with something in their hands. And now you have that book and, you know, you have this radio show and you, you've done a, a, a amazing amount of stuff going on in the last you know, a handful of years. Oh, well, this is season 11 for this bad boy. You're another, you're another one who was a proponent for this thing too. Yeah. I mean, you've always been, but a you huge... know what, you know, and I, you and I talk a lot about this. We, you love this, you love growth. You like mentors, you like mentoring people to me. It's that's, fun. that's what we like to do. You it's know, fun. I had a woman the other day said, Hey, could you help me learn how to become a better speaker, write a book? And I'm like, yeah. And she goes, how much will that cost? I'm like, well, I'll be honest with you. I'd rather just help you and not charge you a dime. So, I think that's where More we're fulfilling. at today. Yeah, that's what's, and that's what you like to do. You like to share your love and your knowledge, and and I think that's why we like to be around each other because we we have the same mindset and that some of that stuff. There's different rules of thought on the uh, you, you should get paid because it's a it makes people it makes people think about the value of what they're doing. But then there's also that intrinsic value that you get from just giving to people, and it's I, I think that you cannot put a number on the intrinsic value you get. From helping others, I mean, for free. Well, and I think sometimes, you know, you can have both, you know, so sure, on sure. Target Living, we have a building and we have overhead and we have nine employees, but yeah. at the same time, you know, this is, it's the more you give, the more you receive. And it's not, if you go without, without any attachments, I think that's what people really like. Sometimes they're like, gosh, you know, you just want to help people. I'm like, yeah. And then if you feel like our cause is supportive you want to support it then and then great so anyway i think you have the same mindset thank I do you about no all i that. i you know it's it, again the universe brought us together through reggie reader and the rest is history and reggie as you as you know and i know i haven't talked to him in a while but we it would be like 
old home day. If, oh, for if sure. I ran, he, the great guy. I mean, oh. wonderful, wonderful, great dad, good dude. Just got the, got his head on straight. And that's the thing about it, everybody. Sometimes you got to cut the dead weight out of your life and you just got to say goodbye. I've coached people on this many times. Chris, I'm going to carry this through because it's almost break time. But Chris Johnson's here, everybody. I reset this thing. Um, it's a wonderful life. Sometimes in, a, in your wonderful life, you're going to have to cut some dead wood, everybody, because there are energy vampires out there. And if you, especially if you're, if you're an empathic type of behaviorist, if your, your behavior falls into that category, you may attract people who are energy vampires and that could be even more debilitating. So believe me, we could talk about all this kind of stuff and Chris and I will help you with this. Just keep listening. We'll be right back. I got a list of things I want to talk to Chris, but that book sounds amazeballs. So we're going to get that thing and I will do a review on that. You listen to Tom Matt show. Chris Johnson's here. It's a wonderful life. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Very excited to have Chris Johnson here today to record what we're calling It's a Wonderful Life. This is going to be a very timeless, timeless episode. So uh, stick around. And if you missed any of it, you know you can always go to TomMattShow.com and get the podcast. All the podcasts, There's it's so easy to navigate that thing. And I'm going to start putting more articles up there. I've been a little remiss on that, just doing radio. But it's so easy to find episodes. They're all broken into categories, but you can find a whole giant list there if you want to as well. I want to thank our and acknowledge our sponsor, Segment 3, who is the man, as I mentioned earlier with Craig Brock Fletcher. Again, full disclosure, we trust him because he was our buyer-seller agent for both Big House Holt and Little House Lansing, and we love it so much. It worked out so well. Next-door neighbor, running into a jam. Got a new job, needed to sell his house quick. Boom. I just said, just talk to him. I didn't even put the sale on him at all. I just said, talk to Brock. He will help you. He did. He sold the house. He got him 20000 plus more than he was thinking. Wham, bam. Hello. Brock Fletcher, 517-853-6408. Go online to kwsellingteam.com. That's kwsellingteam.com. He's a Dave Ramsey guy, too. I found that out. I didn't even know that. I've known known him intimately for several years, found out he's a Dave Ramsey guy too. So if you're into the Dave Ramsey stuff, another reason to call Brock, you don't get on Dave Ramsey's radar without being Mr. Trustworthy and his whole team and be successful. So it's all good. Most agents start marketing after you list with them. Brock, he invests. He is an investor. He will get it done because he wants to spend money on marketing so that he can reach out and get his good word out there. That's why he does that. The most agents average spend 400 a month or so on marketing. Brock spends thousands on marketing just to create the value that you want to get. Like our former neighbor, Mike, who sold his house and turns out that we know the people who bought the house and didn't even know that that was happening. It's it's just incredible the way the universe works. But thanks to Brock Fletcher, away we Go. All right. Chris Johnson's here. We're talking about It's a Wonderful Life. We're having great conversations. It's always good to just, you know, we have absolutely zero. There are no bullet points. There's nothing. I mean, we're just talking about It's a Wonderful Life. And we can just, (laughs) right? I mean, CJ, I mean, okay. So you were talking about during break, real having real conversations with people and 
cut through the dang clutter that's out there and as we grow older because it's important. What did you mean by that? Well, I've had some really good conversations with people over time. We all have self, you know, we have blind spots. So self-awareness is a, is a challenge for every one of us. I mean, nobody has this thing down. But sometimes if you're hanging out with people that kind of, like you said, just uh, kind of an energy drain, you just have to have that awareness that maybe I need to surround myself with a few more people that kind of pull me up. And I think we all need that. Like sometimes I'll look at like, who pulls me up? I mean, I need to be around those people sometimes, you know, and we all have, you know, challenges in our world and whatever. So that's a big one. And I think the other thing too, I really am going back in time and like some of the people in my world, I need to tell them how much I love them, how much I need them and more of that. I'm spending a lot more time now doing that and really being intentional about, you know, having lunch or dinner or picking up the phone and telling people or sending them a card. I think that's, Definitely something I'm trying to do a better job of, you know, as I've gotten older. But I think that self-awareness and that, those blind spots, we all have them. And if you What are like, yours? Oh, I think I think way back in the day when I ruptured my patella tendon, I, I was told by a lot of my clients that I've changed. And one of the things I changed is I became a little bit more compassionate. And so I was, you know, in my early 40s at that time. Um Rocking the world. Yeah. And I and felt like I was kind of bulletproof and, you know, and I think it humbled me. And so I think the more humble pie you eat sometimes, it, it step back. And I think everybody, when you have more of that compassion and that, that care, I think people, that's, that's attractive to well, people. You can, you can absolutely empathize when, when you've been laid up and then you, and you know, it's like my ESPM, eat, sleep, poop, move. If you can't poop because you're taking pain med yeah, and you're in pain and you have to take med because you're in pain, chronic pain, surgery pain, really bad pain, rupturing a patella tendon is not, is bad. I mean, it's, that's a really, really serious yeah, injury. And I think sometimes people just need to be listened to. And I remember when I, first time I put my foot down after being, off for six weeks, I couldn't get in the shower. And I'm like, how am I going to get in the shower? And then, you know, those are just humbling times. So I think that's the, the blind spots I think we all have. What are our blind spots? We all have them. And sometimes, you know, I, I have been married 39 years and sometimes I think I need to be a better listener to my spouse. I'm a really good listener with my clients and many people I work with, but sometimes I don't always take that at home. And so sometimes I'm always asking my wife, like, how can I be a better husband and listening? That's a great question, dude. Yeah. How can I be a, not, not asking her, how can she be a better wife, but how can I be a better husband? How can I be a better parent? Nice. And so those are things that I kind of want to listen. Now, sometimes you always like to hear, <laughs> hear, what, hear what they, what they got to, to say. Are you sure you want this? But, you know, if I'm trying to have a better relationship, I need to hear that. Yep. And so those are things that I never would think before. I'm like, I'm. What's wrong? I'm perfect. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm, you know, but that's not true. So I think those are the things that have changed for me. I like telling Sandy I'm the funniest guy in the world. And she just sort of says, uh-huh, sure. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, you just want to get that positive feedback from your spouse. But, I th- but yeah, but I think you and great, I talked Chris. about relationships and stuff like that is, is having those conversations. Well, the things that you're talking about in your books and all of your work for years and years and years, Chris, doing the little things helps you have that good relationship. Because, or your great job or whatever, because you just don't turn on the switch. Yeah. And, you know, and you look at speaking, like I did an event this past week and the company, they, they called back and go, you know, your content's incredible. And I go, well, thank you. 
But even better than that is your hum- humility and your energy. And I'm thinking, hmm, that's interesting. That's what they paid attention to is my humility and my energy. And I probably didn't have that, you know, years ago. When you were 40 after you got There's to hurt no your knee. There's no way. No way. I'm too, I'm too, I'm too bulletproof. I right. mean, you know, why would I, why would I change? So what, what, vulnerabilities, what's that? Yeah. And so I think right now, that's why I get so excited to speak at live events and even virtual events. You're great on radio though. But <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man, we, but, at some point, someday, if I ever retire from the university, I want to do just specific podcasts, short, really short, tight things. And I would love to do a, um, a podcast with you where we could just curse and swear and have fun and laugh and joke around and do all that kind of stuff. You know, that's the whole thing. You're really good on uh, on this media. But I think the other thing, too, from a media standpoint, as you know, and you and I talked about this a long time ago, you have to make mistakes. And I say that all the time to everybody. Do not wait till the moon is just right and the birds are chirping. It's never going to happen. <laughs> Tony Avellino talked about that. I just finished his book. I was telling you about that, his new book. And uh, he says that several times during the book. I mean, and this we're talking pediatric neurosurgeon here. And as I'm thinking... Pediatric neurosurgeon who's put, making himself, you know, you got to find the mistakes. It's like, those are really tough. Uh, those are really tough uh, mistakes. So we'll and see. And I about think that. the other thing, too, you know, you and I talk a lot about is um, being fluid in our life. I think I'm a lot more fluid in my life. I'm not rigid. I was probably more rigid earlier in my life. All right. Hold that thought because we're going to come back here. Chris Johnson's here. It's a wonderful life. We'll come back with fluid. But what I also am going to come back with this, I'm grateful for. We'll finish the show. Hopefully I get a, a few of these questions in for him and just let him rip because he is who he is and he is he is great in this medium. His name is Chris Johnson. He's the founder of On Target Living. Go to ontargetliving.com. It's a wonderful life. We'll break down. Hey, everybody, it's Tom Matt. This is today's Generation Us Minute. Thankfulness improves relationships. Everyone has a need and a desire to be appreciated. I mean everybody, spouses, children, parents, friends, co-workers, you name it, everyone, a human being, has a need to be appreciated. Even strangers we meet in the passing with the little random acts of kindness can make a massive difference in your world and the energy in the universe. Think about this, okay? Oprah once said the common denominator that I once found in every single interview is that we all want to be validated. That's really important. For more messages like this, please, please check out our new website, TomMattShow.com, TomMattShow.com, TomMattShow.com. Talk to you next time, everybody. Peace. Everybody, welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. I do appreciate, um, I do appreciate everyone who listens to the to the radio program, the podcast, um, the messages, all of that kind of stuff. It's, it's wonderful. Eleventh season for the Tom Mass Show. Remember our website, TomMassShow.com. I want I want you to get the uh, contact info for the man, Chris Johnson. You're calling this one. It's a wonderful life, but Chris, if they don't know how to find you or they haven't been to the the magic of the website, which again, full disclosure. Chris helped, he helped us with Sandy and I when we turned it around 11, 12 years ago, right with On Target Living. How do people get a hold of you? How would you like them to connect with you? Well, you know, I'm going to give you my direct email. 
which is my name, Chris Johnson, all one word. And uh, our, our website is just ontargetliving.com. So we have lots of resources along the way, a podcast, um, new book, you know, blah, blah, blah. blah. So, so you're, you said your email is Chris Johnson at on tar- on target. Okay. Yep. So it's Chris, Chris Johnson, Johnson, all one word at ontargetliving.com. There so, you go. Yep. I want to be, as I get older, I try to be even more accessible. So yeah, we're, so if you, and again, check out our website. We have lots of good content. We, we, we both enjoy being grandparents so much that we want to stick around for another, I, I always said a hundred and I'm, I'm doing my, my best to get, to get there with quality of life. I want to have more fun with Chris. We want to have more adventures. We want to do more trips. We want to do more fun things with our grandkids because you know, the thing is, is getting these, get the funnest thing, Chris, is when you can get your friends, grandkids with your grandkids and watch them make friends. That's the magic right there, right? Building yeah. that intergenerational thing. It's that refirement zone, bro. Yep, refirement zone. All right, so I got this list here. I'm grateful for, and I used this on David's show. I didn't get to finish. I only did a couple of them, actually. But I'm going to throw these to you, Chris Johnson, um, just as a fun thing because it's just, I, I think it's awesome. But I'm grateful for, and this list came from, um, I want to be full, again, give the website to where I found this, momentsaday.com momentsaday.com. Really well done. I'm grateful for number one is early wake-ups equals children to love. Early wake-ups equals children to love. Just just go ahead and comment on that. Early wake-ups? Equal children to love. Getting up early equals children to love. Yeah, I like sleeping sometimes. No, because <laughs> I got to tell you, when I worked at Butternut Bread, I, it kind of etched in my brain getting up at 2.30 a.m. and work until 6 p.m. So... So I, I definitely, you know, I'm not, I, I'm an early guy, but I like to sleep till at least six, six thirty. Um, but yeah, there's a lot to that. Um, but I'm a real big fan of sleep more than ever before. I push it, I promote it, and I practice it. So I, you know, I admire the thing about Little House that we found, Chris, is Sandy and I. We put so much energy into the kids when we go to on our Wisconsin runs. Now it's about a week to ten days, and it's like I'm working, and it's it's we're die we're die bombed by responsibilities with the kids, <laughs> or we're either doing tournaments, or we're, we're picking them up, or we're dropping them off, or we're going to swim practice. But we're there to help out, sure, and give them a break, right? And, and it's like by the time we leave, oh. I am man, I am. That's why you have kids when you're young. <laughs> no, no kidding. It's yeah, like, it's rough. It, so the early wake ups children love. It's just like, yep, you gotta love them because they need you. And again, here's a little bit of advice from uh, from a papa grand, grandfather. Invest in your children and invest in your grandchildren, some emotional connection and energy. They don't care about the money. They could give a, I'm telling you right now, they want you. They want you engaged. As Chris said, listening, they want you engaged in their stuff, playing with them, creating value that way. That's very, very important. Okay. Number two, I'm grateful for from this list. It's a little off the wall. It's all over the place. You know, put Chris on the spot, but this one is house to clean equals safe place to live. I'm grateful for. House to clean equals safe place to live. Well, I think environment's just a huge thing for everybody. I, if you don't have the environment, and again, you don't have to have a gigantic house or no. whatever it might be. Look at this place. But if you have, you know, if, if it's if you, if you it's comfortable and it's not cluttered, and, you know, th- to me, that's, your environment is huge. So, you know, when you, when you and I are doing this podcast, this is a very warm environment. Um, you have your, your tea, you have, you know, you have the lights, you have everything in here. Diffuser, yeah. lemon flying So when I'm, when I'm writing my book and I talk about that in my book about 
creating an experience in writing. It's my environment's got to be there. I got the aromatherapy going on. I got, you know, so I think the house is a big deal. And if you don't, you know, and I like, um, you know, being out in nature too. So, but yeah, your environment's a big deal. Environment. That's a really good one. See, this is why I wanted to do this. This is, just came to me today when I pulled my notes up today and I found this um, from David's show. And I said, you know what? I got Chris coming today. I'm going to throw this out. He had no idea where we're going. And this is just fun. I mean, it's, again, environment. I would have never thought of that. That's why you have smart people come over and hang out. All right, number three on the I am grateful for list. And you can tell, obviously, it's a word and then or, some, or a phrase and it equals something. Number three, laundry equals clothes to wear. Laundry equals clothes to wear. I'm grateful for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, but, uh, you know. I, I like think- in clothes cognition with, like, you know, when I go to the gym, I want to have my nice stuff. I want to have my clean stuff. I want it to be right. And it's like, take that very seriously. Well, I think, you know, I look at my father way back in the day. My dad was never a healthy guy, but my dad, when he dressed up, you know, he had the clothes from checks and his shoes were shining. He, he always said the same thing. If he looked good, it kind of made him feel good. Yeah. So I think yeah. sometimes there's a lot to be said about that. If it's comfortable you're wearing, you, yep. feel, you feel good in the clothes. You know, we've all been in there where the clothes don't fit quite right. So I, I think there's a lot to that. Um, but, you know, having the, and again, it, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. Some of my clothes, sometimes my wife says, you need to throw those out. I'm like, why would I want to throw them out? They're my most comfortable things I like to wear. So I wear a lot of the same stuff over and over and over because I like how it feels. And and sometimes you, we all want to look good, but I think comfort's even more important to me. Well, there's a, there's a good book that I read several years ago called Presence. And when you show up for an interview or if you're here's the thing i've coached some students chris and i just read something in another book somewhere where uh the sim- similar um thing came across but the kid i met loved the kid known him forever but he's an engineering student very very smart getting ready to graduate from michigan state shows up he looks like a bum and it's like okay here's the deal next time we meet i'm giving you homework you're going to shave or you're going to trim that up you're going to have a collared shirt and you're going to have a tie on because you're an engineering, you're an uh, alumnus. Think of an alumnus of Michigan State University engineering school. You need to understand you have a responsibility to carry it that way, right? And that's just, I just think it's important. It's a huge importance. So like, I'll go, you know, we have our own facility. I can wear whatever I want. I own the building. I own the company. I can do whatever I want, right? But I like going in there looking like I'm, you know, Ready. professional, yeah. right? Yeah. And when I have to go on stage... I'm wearing a sport coat. I got nice shoes. I mean, I feel good about stepping up there. Well, it's so, a respect thing, right? It's a respect thing. So again, I really, I, I'm, I'm all in what you're saying there. If you're coming in for an interview or whatever, you know, it, it, it makes you feel different. And uh, again, it's not like you need to be perfectly, you know, dressed and spend a lot of money, but that's a, that is a big deal and how it makes you feel and how you respect the situation. And I think sometimes if I went to work and I was just looking sloppy all the time and workout gear, I think our team would notice that. So, um, yeah, I, I feel the same way. Trickle down. I no mean, doubt. the trickle down. It would, no doubt. You set the, you set the bar, set the bar, set the bar. Here's, here's another thing I wrote a while ago, but if you uh, set the bar low enough, anybody can fall over the thing. <laughs> I mean, right. That's, that's, that's simple. Think keep about, the bar, keep the bar high, keep, keep the, it growing. Yeah. Keep, keep growing. No keep, keep trying, keep the effort up because yeah. you know what, uh, if a slouch can, what's the point? 
What's the point? Well, I right? think, you know, you're, a, I love the word growth. You like the growth. I mean, it's that growth mindset and it's that, you know, and that's a lot to it. You know, you're just setting the bar and it doesn't have to be, you have to raise into some amazing goals, but growth is a fun thing to, and when people, when human beings have the mindset about that, they feel excited about their life. It's absolutely no doubt about it. Look up. I said this to my daughter, Ashley. I said, look up and clothed cognition because she sent me a little video of our grandson and he's out and he's got his fake shoulder pads on six years old, running in the snow, throwing the ball to himself and he's throwing the football <laughs> to himself throwing the fo- and he's running up and down the yard. Like, love it. And he's got his, he had to get those tight pants, those tight stretch, like workout pants that I wear. And she says, yeah, he had to have those. I said, I've got four pair of those. I mean, so it's all good. All right, next one is, and we're going to come up close to break here in a second, Chris. So I want to just plant the seed here. Dirty dishes equal food to eat. And we can continue this on when we come back, but uh, dirty dishes equal food to eat. Well, I mean, people around the world don't have ample food. And so, you know, we have to think about the United States, especially how blessed we are to have an abundance of food for most people. So not everybody has that. And um, again, back to It's a Wonderful Life. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about George Bailey. He just lost everything and he just wanted to live again. So I think when we're feeling comfortable, you know, we have that abundance, then that's, we just move up the hierarchy of needs and that's the key. There you go. Maslow, we'll be right. We're going to come back real quick here. Remember, our website, TomMattShow.com. If you missed any portion of the radio program, the broadcast, just go there to the website. Everything's free. Check it out. His name is Chris Johnson. It's a wonderful life. We'll, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Tom Matt Show. If you could see, one of these days we're going to start recording a video of this because, you know, at first I never understood why people would want to watch a broadcast of a, or a, a video recording stream of a radio slash podcast. People do. But if you got to listen to the stuff behind the scenes, like Chris and I were just talking about, I mean, it's, it's really, it is pretty funny and it's, that's the thing about the podcasted stuff is it can be extremely funny and you can, and I mean, cause I've been accused, b- believe it or not, everybody, I've been accused of having a little bit of a sailor language occasionally. <laughs> Blondie <laughs> sort of gets on me about it. I mean, like, yeah. And so, yeah, it could be hilarious, but Chris Johnson's here. And we're having fun and talking about all this, all this good stuff. And I throwing him these ideas and watching him thinking about it. This is a, a challenging list because it's way different, and that's what makes this radio program fun. Um, I am grateful for is the list we're working on. We're up to number five, for those of you that are just kind of joining the podcast or whatever. Okay, number five, crumbs under the table equal family meals. Crumbs under the table equal family meals. Okay, philosopher. Well, again, I back to... You know, when the grandkids are over, everybody's at the table. And sometimes Paul and I are guilty of eating, you know, on the living room in front of the TV and there's not a lot of conversation going on. So we have to be a little bit more intentional about that. We do a lot better when we're up north. We sit down and we eat together and we look at each other and nothing's on. So I think the crumbs under the table is when you're sitting down and breaking bread and 
looking people in the eye and, and turning your electronics off and all the things that come with it. Did you talk about the Mediterranean lifestyle at all in any of your books? And I know you've read about it, but they, they that's one of the things is like the, the gatherings that they found from the blue zones and these longevity studies they've done where the people who are happier live longer have joint meals and they, you know, get together and do that. Well, thing. there's so much to that. And I think the big thing is, as I mentioned earlier, is there's not a lot of stillness going on in our world today. And when you sit down and you put things away, there's a lot more stillness where all you're doing is finding out what's going on in your day. And you're just, you know, sharing and looking people in the eye and we're not doing enough of that. So that's a big uh, challenge we all face. But I think the stillness is what happens when you sit down with a meal for a person or going to lunch. You know, I was having lunch with a guy the other day and I said to him, you know, let me tell you a little quick blind spot. When you come to lunch, don't set your phone right here. And, um, he said, what? I'm like, you know, cause all you do is keep looking at your phone. Now, if, if it, if you have such an important day, then let's not plan lunch, but it's kind of disrespectful when you and I are sitting down, you ask for the lunch and you bring your phone to the table. And it was like hitting him in the forehead, but he called me later and he goes, I got to tell you, I needed to hear that. I'm like, yeah, you know, I get it. Everybody's got stuff going on, but you, you need to let your brain relax. And a big part of what I was coaching you on is you don't have any stillness and then you bring a phone to the thing. I already, I kind of know what you're missing. So I think we knew, need to do more of that. And I think that's where sitting down having dinner with people the or blind, lunch or whatever. The blind spot um, analogy that you're using and the stillness that you've mentioned throughout the show, Chris, with the new book, I can tell it's coming from the new book. I'm really getting stoked to read the new book because Everybody can step back and get a little coaching, and those are two big things that Chris is talking about there. Number six on our list, I am grateful for, with Chris Johnson. Number six, shopping to do equals money to use. Shopping to do equals money to use. I'm grateful for that. Well, I think sometimes we have to ask the question, what's our currency for? And so when you think about you know, what is currency? It could be lots of things. It could be love. It could be money. It could be lots of things. So I, I look at, especially over birthdays and holidays and, you know, things like that of, you know, how do you want to give? And I think that's the thing I look at sometimes. It doesn't always, you said this at the very beginning, it doesn't always have to come from lots of money or whatever, but the small intentional time that you take, some of the best gifts I've ever received didn't cost a dime. It was, you know, these are the, these are the top 20 things I love about you. It's just in a, like a little Rolodex. Oh, okay. How much time did that take? Or my wife just got me this thing on Douglas Lake. It was a Douglas Lake book. And she went downstairs and took her time. And there's pictures of my grandparents and growing up and whatever. It took her a ton of time to do that. Did it cost her any money? No, but that would be a gift that I'll never forget. Very, very well put. Because So what you're saying is the currency, the money to use could be a lot of different things. And I, I like that. See, this is where Chris is coming up with some, some things I never, ever thought of it because shopping to do, doing things, just, just having activities together can be creating value. And that's the whole thing about the money, the currency, the value add. I think things. one of the things I was going to mention to you, you know, one is somebody said to me the other day, what was your, one of your greatest memories over the holidays? And I said, well, my grandmother used to take us, we were, my grandparents, like you talk a lot about this, but my dad was an only child. So there's only three grandkids. So my grandmother would take us shopping for Christmas by ourselves. We get to pick where we're going to eat, where we go shopping, whatever. I don't even know if we ever bought anything, <laughs> but it was just the time together. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, the experience. It was the experience, the memories. You're still remembering. Still remember that. How long is that now? Oh gosh, so that'd be fifty. I probably went of eight through twelve years old. So so how happy is your is your grandmother's soul when she she hears you saying that fifty eight years later that you that that made that much impact on you? Yeah, I think of my brother and sister listening to this podcast, which I'm going to share with them, but they got the same experience too. And again, that was the time that she would set aside to go do that. And I remember buying stuff for my mom that was just horrendous. And my mom would be a good sport about it and, you know, would never wear it, slowly probably take it back. But, you know, we would buy stupid things for her. But if we thought that was cool, my grandmother was going to buy it for us. So anyway, those are great, great memories. There you go. All right. Here's a good one. Number seven on our list of I am grateful for with Chris Johnson, throwing him these massive knuckleball, curveball, moving fastball, you name it, it's coming at him. He's nailing every one of them. Toilets to clean equal indoor plumbing. Toilets to clean equal indoor plumbing. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you've ever been outside, I spent 10 days in northern Canada without a latrine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's nothing better that, you know. So, yeah, who cares about you got to clean the toilets? You, you have. And it's, that's the simple things. Again, that's why we like, it's a wonderful life. It's the simple things in our lives that, you know, I remember coming home, I couldn't wait to have a toilet. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So how many people out there, Chris, you think, because you have to be a certain and a certain generation to use outhouses. Now there might be some heavy duty campers out there that have kids that, you know, that squat on the pot or whatever in the woods. But for the most part, I mean, we all, all of our Cottages and cabins, especially in Michigan, had outhouses. Well, we went they to- those things. Yeah, we went camping when the kids were in middle school up to Lake Superior. And you had to go a, a mile and a half in carrying all your stuff. And then my, I remember Matt saying, Where, where's the bathroom? I'm like, well, here's a shovel. And here, you go over the berm. <laughs> and that's when you do your deal. Then you, you know, dig a hole and you bury it. And he goes, what? I'm like, that's what you're going to do. So anyway. Stories from the Johnson. All right. (laughs) Number eight. Another one here. This is, this is perfect for the two of us. Really, really. We've talked about this. This has been coming up throughout the show today, everybody. I am grateful for number eight. Lots of noise equal kids having fun. Oh yeah. I mean, when you see adults, sometimes I have a whole chapter in my new book. It's on play. And the beautiful thing about play is the opposite of play is not work. The opposite of play is depression. And so when you think kids playing, why as adults are we not playing? And so that's the beautiful thing. When you watch kids play, they're laughing and they're engaging and they're making mistakes. And they're, we need to do the same thing as adults. So there's nothing better when you see adults play because the same thing happens with kids. Adults laugh. They carry on. It's it's just a great engagement. So that's my message to everybody out there. You need to play until your you know your last days on the on this earth. I was thinking, Chris. Chris Johnson's our guest today. Everybody, it's a wonderful life. Last time I was over in Wisconsin, my grandson. I call him Bam. Bam. His name's Brecken. But Bam, um, you know, I I found at the um, at the Goodwill store this awesome Nerf. It's one of the hard Nerf balls, but it's from like I looked it up, two thousand two when they stop making this thing, it throws perfect. It's the perfect size for his hands to catch. And so, because the junior ball is just a little too big for him right now, 
this kid is constantly with that ball, and all he wants me to do is go throw that ball with him. And I'm thinking to myself, how lucky am I that this little boy who's so awesome at this point in his life right. has to go throw a ball with me? Right. No yeah. doubt. It's a gift. It's but a gift. You, you've, you and Sandy put the time in, too. It's not a, an accident that they want to spend time with you. So, again, we need to play as from the beginning of life to the end of life. All right, last one. Endless questions equal kids learning. Boom. Chris Johnson. Well, the, the question reveals always the answer. And so when you start asking better questions, then you got the answer. And so to me, why is the sky blue? Why is the green, grass green? And the list goes on and on. And if we, and we think about stress sometimes, if you can start reframing the conversation around stress and keep asking deeper questions – the boogeyman's not as scary as we all think. And I think that's the beauty of asking questions. And that's why it's so fun to be around your your kids and your grandkids because they'll ask me all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, where did that come from? But that curiosity is just absolutely gold. And I think as adults, sometimes we lose our curiosity. Do not lose your curiosity. Always remember, before you can share love with others, you must love yourself first. That voice you just heard is my pal, Chris Johnson, 13th visit, called this one. It's a wonderful life. This is a timeless show that we want to be around forever. It's like all the other ones. Ezra Baker, Sandy Matt, Craig Styles, Brock Fletcher, Sam Medved, our former student. We will talk to everybody next week, next weekend, whenever you pick us up. Have a great week. Go out and ignite your life. Good day now. Remember, Combat Show is a production of Boomers Rock Media. We want to bring your story to life. Our website, combatshow.com. Go there, check it out, we're out.